Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. The exhortation this morning comes from Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 5 through 6. Now, this is when Moses is preparing the Israelites to cross into the promised land. And he has already reminded them of the mighty deeds that God has done despite their rebellion. And, and so now he says this, See, I have taught you statutes and rules, as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should do them in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. Keep them and do them, for that will be your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who, when they hear all of these statutes, will say, surely this great nation is a wise and an understanding people. The exhortation this morning is a simple one. Obey the Lord. It's pretty profound, right? But pay attention to why obedience is important. Because Israel's obedience will impact the way the nations will respond to God's word. They will recognize and acknowledge the wisdom and understanding of Israel. And these words, wisdom and understanding, do not just mean head knowledge, but it also refers to skill. So if Israel obeys God, they will develop the wisdom and skill needed to take dominion in this new land they will stand out. They will be unique. And the inhabitants of that land will see it and they will acknowledge it. So a couple of thoughts to consider from this passage. First, it doesn't say that the people will necessarily convert, just that they would acknowledge Israel's wisdom. But I do think conversion is necessarily implied, at least to some extent, Because after all, I mean, Israel's calling is to bless the nations. And this is how they would do it, through their obedience to God. And of course, this is still true of the church today. But it's also possible that our obedience is met with anger and hostility. And you know what? That is great as well. What would be awful is what happens time and again in our modern culture. It's that the church barely registers a blip on the radar of the world. And the point is that when we are obedient to God's word, the world notices and can't help but respond. Another way to say it is a post-millennial eschatology begins with a unique obedience to God's word. Now, the other point I want to make is that it's not just action that is required by God's people. It is obedient action. And there is a difference. The church can be awfully busy when it wants to be. But busyness is not necessarily obedience. And even more to the point, we can be busy doing good things, actually, and still fail to be obedient. And I'll give you an example. When we engage the culture... We may spend a lot of our time speaking out against what are truly wicked things like gay pride, pornography, transgenderism, or maybe even bad theology or corrupt politics. 
And there may be a time and place for that. In fact, I would say there is a time and a place for that. But if you are constantly busy getting into internet debates, ranting about whatever foolishness someone did this week, and, and you are failing to lead your and serve your family, you're failing to love your neighbor, then you're wasting your time. And you're wasting, as a matter of fact, you're wasting the world's time. Because those rants and those screeds are not the thing that will make a difference in our culture. It's the plodding obedience of weekly worship, daily prayer, sacrificial love, and Christian virtue. This is what the Bible says will make an impact on our culture. You know, anybody can post an opinion on the internet, and there's nothing unique about that. In fact, I would argue that there's a lot of people that hate God that post similar opinions to, we, to what we have, right? I mean, we see that all the time. Um, there are people that hate God that hate pornography and, and speak out. There are people who hate God and speak out against transgenderism. So there's nothing unique about that. What is unique in the world is the guy at work who works hard even when the boss isn't looking and, and also never complains about his wife and kids. What's unique in the world is the wife who praises her husband and doesn't consider her children a burden, but actually seems to enjoy being a mother. What's unique in the world is that house on the street where the family is always working and playing together, and they're always singing hymns and psalms. What's unique is that that family is always inviting all the other neighbors over to join them. What's unique in the world is a bunch of men and women and children getting up early on a Sunday morning to come worship the King of Kings. What's unique is baptism and the Lord's Supper. What's unique are people getting on their knees and confessing their sins. What is unique is obedience to God's word. And that's the thing that is going to get the world's attention. And that's the thing that God uses to change our world. Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com.